Hello, unfiltered friends. So we have Valentine's Day coming up uh, on the newsletter this week. I talk about questions that you can ask someone when you first start dating. Uh, or just in general in your relationship to check in with your partner. Um, so if you want to go check out those questions, make sure you subscribe to the Unfiltered Friends newsletter. Link will be in the show notes or over on my Instagram, SubDaily. But in the premium section of the newsletter, I do an interview with my parents who have been married for 45 years. I took the same set of five questions that the premium members gave me in the Discord. I took five of my favorite questions, sent them both those questions separately. Hold on, let me see if they actually filled it out. Okay, no, we were busy yesterday. Um, So the newsletter this week really covers the spectrum of relationships in the beginning, as well as how do you take all that time to, you know, navigate being with somebody? How do you make it work uh, when it comes to longevity? And there's so many different things that go into it. But what I want to talk about today a bit more is, is, I don't know if you've noticed, you know, as you get older, your priorities change when it comes to what you look for in a relationship. But also on top of that, and something I think is talked about a little bit less, is when you're in that relationship, the relationship changes. I think Disney's done us a bit dirty. I think so, social media has done us a bit dirty with our concepts of of healthy love. It's, it's it's like borderline obsession, but in pretty much any other scenario, obsession is not okay. You know, it's not a healthy thing. And for me, I don't think it's a healthy thing here either. Um, but when it comes to determining whether someone is 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 good for you, I think you also first have to ask yourself do I choose this person as they are? Do I choose their imperfections? Do I love them as they are now? And that's a big thing that I see in a lot of relationship that causes it to fail is there's this like undue expectation of somebody to fulfill this idea that you have in your head that you haven't communicated, which is why I think uh, so many relationships fail. It's like resentment over uncommunicated needs. But let's fast forward a little bit. Let's fast forward and start to understand what it is that causes relationships to change as you get older. You know, you hear about the honeymoon stage, not older, but progress in your relationship, spend more time together. You know, you hear a lot of stuff about about the honeymoon phase. And really, that is that is the time where you you idealize a bit. I think it's okay to allow your brain to drift into the future. Just make sure that you are connecting with the person as they are in that moment. Um, But one of the other things is like we just grow and change when it comes to relationships. Like we grow individually as well as a couple. And how do you communicate through those changes? And unfortunately, I would love for just love to be enough uh, for relationship to stay together. But if you grow and change in ways that are uh, opposite to some core beliefs um, or, you know, you're no longer interested in that version of that person, you know, that's why that communication through, through, can we accept each other's differences? Yes or no. Because you meet each other at a very certain um, time in your life where you are probably similarly on a path. But even if your path are just, is just like slightly off, um, after a few years, you guys ha- are light years away from each other if you didn't do the work to stay in contact, if you didn't do things to nourish um, your connection. Um, I think 
we get a little too attached to this idea of soulmate. You know, I again, I think it's just like a really, I love romance. Let's, don't get me wrong. I love romance. And I think that that is such an exciting and wonderful part of of dating. I think people have forgotten that, especially in the beginning, dating is actually supposed to be fun. It shouldn't be like full-time work. If it is, something is off there. But I think the idea that this one person is our one being, our one only is... I mean, is a choice. It's not necessarily that your souls are connected. It's it's a choice that you make in that person every day when you look at them and say, hey, in this moment, I might not be a fan of yours or what you're doing, but we're not going anywhere. And I think that's another aspect that I see a lot of in relationships is this idea that I can always do better, but I'm a huge fan of the phrase, the grass is greener where you water it. So when you look at that person, you can dislike them. It's okay to dislike them. It's okay to not feel fireworks because frankly, would you love fireworks in real life if all all day, all long, all the time? It was just... It's okay to be honest with your partner about those moments where you're not a big fan of them, but do it in a way where you can grow together. It's not me versus you. It's you and me versus the problem. And it's really important that you guys remain a united front against those things. If that is truly the um, the direction that you want to go. It's going to be really interesting going over these questions with my parents because, you know, they've just, I've this is the first time I've witnessed them extensively as kind of an awake adult. You know, I moved out, I'm, I'm with my parents currently, I moved out when I was 21, so I wasn't really focused on anything other than like where my life was going. But now I can sit back and watch and see the interactions that they have. It, it makes, it doesn't, it doesn't remove the romance of relationships, but it ups the reality of relationships. That you guys are just two different people from two different walks of life who have decided that partnership with each other is going to enrich the lives of both people. And that is a main argument I see in a lot of, uh, in relationships is like who, you know, the courtship part of it, who is supposed to chase who and like, please, if you can stay away from a lot of the advice that you see on places like TikTok and Instagram. I've slowly removed myself from those spaces because it's really been taken over by a lot of hot takes when it comes to relationships. But it's coming from people who have never done any work on themselves. I don't think we're meant to do life alone. It's good to be an independent person, but hyper-independence is majorly damaging. And it doesn't even have to be a romantic relationship is the thing. It can be a a friendship. I mean, a lot of us would want to have that romantic connection, but it can be a friendship as well. When I was less emotionally aware, the idea that um, you could just slowly be friends with somebody first was so far-fetched. To me, my brain was just saying, that person just doesn't want to be with me if they're not willing to move at this pace. And it's like, wait, no. (laughs) There's somebody who has their own life experiences. And now that I've been through enough of my own, I was like, oh, it is so important to go slow in the beginning. It is so important to have uncomfortable conversations. This whole idea that we're not supposed to talk about certain things. Like, yeah, maybe not on a first date and keep it light, but ultimately you're going to need to know those things. 
about your partner and you can't be afraid to have those conversations. If, in my opinion, if you are afraid to have those intense, important conversations with your partner, you don't feel safe. Chances are you're not with the right person and you know what I'm talking about. You know, one of my last relationships, I would always have to forego the way I thought about things because I knew it was going to upset them. But then it's constantly meeting the needs of somebody else and you're just sitting there and you build this like anger and resentment and that seeps into your relationship. Just a whole lot of lessons learned and I'll just like continue to pass it on. But I hope you guys enjoyed this little ramble. I mean, that's what these these are. Right now, I, I thought it'd be better if I did a ramble of my thoughts than to not do a podcast at all. You know, I, I see that you guys are still out there, still downloading. It's, it's, it's so nice to see. Make sure you're giving it a rating on all the social media that you can. But when it comes to relationships, treat it like you treat it like a, like a storm. The ones that come in and drop a bunch of rain and lightning uh, very quickly leave just as fast. That slow burn, that slow, steady rain. Um, and make sure you're checking in with them. Hey, this works for me. Does this still work for you? Make it a quarterly thing because it's not just about feelings. It's about the collective strength of your partnership and are you growing together? Are you on the same life path? And if you're not, can you accept those differences? Because everyone deserves to be accepted as they are. I mean, as long as they're not hurting other people. You know, we all have different interests and it's okay if someone's not for us. So check out the newsletter, see what you think about the um, the. Uh, questions that my parents uh, asked and um, until next time this has been Unfiltered Friends 